Hey, what is going on, current Christian family? It is Alec here, and um, I first want to start off by apologizing for the sound quality. I'm in my car right now. I just got hit with a bunch of inspiration from the Spirit. Like, I really wanted to record this, so even though the sound quality is not that good, I just knew that what I was going to be talking about is going to be really, really impactful. So I was like, I have to record it now rather than never. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. So... What I want to talk about today is something that held me back, held my ministry back from not only just like getting more reach, but also prevented it from like having a lot of impact. And I'm sure if you are looking to start a ministry or if you have a ministry, maybe you're a pastor, maybe um, you do like YouTube videos, something like that. You want to make sure that your content is not just reaching people, but it's impacting people as well. Because like a view, like who cares if you get a view, but if you get a view from someone and they're able to comment and they're like, hey, you know, your video really inspired me. It really changed my life. Thank you for that. You know, like that's, that's what we're here for. You know, that's what helps wake us up in the morning. That's what helps motivate us to get things done. So I want to help like increase that for you. And the thing that was really, really holding me back in my ministry was the thought that I can just, and this is, this is the voice that I do for myself. I'm not trying to make fun of any of you guys there, but I, the, the, what I was telling myself is like, like, oh my gosh, if I, if I just, if I just make really, really good stuff and I put it out there for free, people are gonna love it so much that they're just gonna be like, oh my gosh, I like I love this. I'm just gonna, here's my money. You, I can tell you're putting a lot of effort in. Here's my money, I love it. And you know what? That like never, never happened. I mean, like one person did and it's the type of, per- it's the type of person who you would expect. And it's a, it was a family member. That was the only person who gave me money. It's just like the grandma who's like, look at my handsome boy. And it's like, your butt ugly. Or so, you know, I'm sorry for, sorry for that. But anyway, that was the thing that was holding me back is I was like, I just got to create a lot of free content and then people are going to love it so much that they're just going to give me money. And I think the reason why a lot of us believe that is because we see it a, a lot. And, or at least we think we see it a lot because we see people online who are just making YouTube videos. Uh, we see churches that are just, hosting services and it's just like people are just giving them money because they really are being impacted by by the content or they're just like thoroughly entertained by it and if you if you were to break down the numbers like these people are like a real real minority like to be honest it is quite frankly a miracle that there are people who are just posting free things online and other people are just freely given them money to keep making it because if you think about it like I don't have the exact numbers on me at the moment but like daily there are thousands of people who are making YouTube channels and I don't know what it is but it's like it's so crazy to think that like every hour hundreds of hours of footage is being uploaded on YouTube I'm like how does that even make how does that even make sense like and out of all these people if you think about it, really only a small, small, small fraction are able to make content and get paid for it just because people are like 
willingly giving them money to make that content. And the only reason why we see them is because they're the minority. Like if you think about miracles in the Bible, the reason why we hear of these miracles is because they're a miracle. Like it's like, it's events that don't typically happen, which is why people talk about it. Like, like that is the only, like if it wasn't a miracle, if it was happening all the time, guess what? It wouldn't be a miracle. So if people were posting videos online all the time and, and just all the time getting money from it, guess what? There'd be a lot more people doing it. Like that just is how that works. So that was the mentality that I was in for the longest time is I just have to make really great content and one day it'll just, I'll hit this tipping point and people will just start giving me money. No, that's not like it could, but you're, you're essentially banking on a miracle happening, which isn't that wise to do. So this double shift that happened that has allowed me to like, not just have the freedom to be able to make content like this now, uh, but also like create a book that it, like people are buying and are reading was just that I had to create something to sell. And if you think about it, like I had heard this saying a while ago about how people will equate the value of what you give them based on the value that they paid for it. And, you know, sometimes that's money. Sometimes that's time. And, uh, oh, forgive me there. Most of the time it's money. And sometimes it is time. So when I was doing physical therapy and personal training, I was giving out literal thousands of dollars of information to friends and family willy-nilly left and right any type of question they had any type of concern they had I just went all out teaching them the most modern like up-to-date science of things stuff that they legitimately would have to pay someone thousands of dollars to learn from and you know what they did with that information they did nothing because how much did they pay for that information they paid nothing for it because I was just giving it out freely and sometimes you'll get those people where they're like they really really need to change and they're willing you know they would be willing to pay a lot of money for that information you give it to them for free and they take it because they know the value of it because what they spent to get that information was a lot of hardship in the past and you can't bank on having all those types of people come to you all the time so the thing that that was a shift for me was creating something that I was then able to sell to people because even for my book, like uh, the Planting Your Purpose book, um, when you go to my website, plantingyourpurpose.com, you'll see the book is actually free. Like it is 100% free. The only thing you have to do is pay for the shipping to like get the book to you. And we don't do a lot of shipping, like just as individuals nowadays, but shipping is a lot. So I can't cover just all that cost. I uh, just wouldn't, you know, I may as well just go back to doing the free YouTube thing. But even then, for a free book, there's people who are willing to pay the $11, $11 shipping, which is showing that, like, they are really, really serious about the information. So even though that $11 isn't going to me, like, it literally is just covering the cost to get the book sent to them, people who are willing to spend that are also more willing to actually receive the information and do something about it. And that takes me to churches. I had mentioned pastors earlier. In churches, I hear, I, I've heard all the time from pastors who are buddies of mine who say things like, I'm just, it, it's, they're, they're very defeated, like on the inside, because there's people who are coming to their church who are hearing these fantastic messages that these pastors are pouring their whole hearts into, 
and people are forgetting it the next day. They're forgetting the message the next day. Uh, even one guy, one, one of my buddies was saying how he was doing a sermon on patience. And the next day he was in line at a coffee shop in the local area. Uh, and the person in front flipped out because it was starting, because you could hear the, uh, the barista say something like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, this mis- the such and such machine, the foam making machine is down. It's going to take five minutes to fix it. This guy, I guess, wanted foam in his coffee. And all you hear is, oh, gosh, dang it. I just, ah, I can't wait five minutes. And he like kind of caught himself like, oh man, I just blew up right there. And then he looked behind him and the pastor didn't even know that the person in front of him was, was an attendee from church who just the, just the Sunday morning, the day before came up to him and was like, pastor, thank you so much for that message. I feel like it really impacted me. And now 24 hours later, they blew up because they couldn't wait five minutes. And it's a funny story. It is. It's, it's kind of funny. I feel bad for the guy who uh, wasn't able to wait the five minutes. But the pastor, he was like, that really, that really impacted me because it, it, sh- it showed me that like these people aren't really taking my messages to heart. And the way you can fix that is by offering things where like, sure, people come to church once on Sunday morning. But do something like two days in the middle of the week where, you know, for 50 bucks, you get these materials, printouts or whatever, and you get to go more in depth on that topic. And you know what? The people are going to go there are going to take it more seriously because they're spending money, they're spending more time, and you are able to take things to that deeper level. Because like the way that churches and the way that the internet and everything's being set up right now, like people can choose to not go to church and still get the information. And church is way more than just going for information, but people are associating it with that. Like, okay, church sermon, there's all these other churches who are doing their sermons online, especially after COVID. So it's not enough anymore just to like give information. And if you're trying to get more tithes and things like that, it's not enough anymore to just provide that information for free in, in the hopes that like, oh, these people are just going to like it so much, they're going to give me money. Like some people give money because they feel obligated to. Um, and then other people do it because they, they genuinely like the community. But there's still a large fraction of people who would be willing to give more money or to just give money in the first place if they feel like they are giving it uh, to get something specific in return. And for the most part, that might just be taking that hour-long sermon on Sunday and breaking it down into three or four 45-minute sessions in the middle of the week that people can pay to come to and get printouts and food and snacks like that. And of course, the fellowship because you got to start, you know, we have to start thinking a little bit more creatively, a little bit more outside of the box. Because I, we, like, although us as a church, as like Christ's body, we aren't in competition with each other. Although we are not in competition with each other, um, there's just a lot more options out there for people nowadays. They're like, if there's only one church in a small in a small town, like with the internet. It, you, it's not just that you, you don't have uh, a monopoly over everyone anymore. And even being the cool hip church, uh, there's churches now who are hosting their sermons. I saw one in Minecraft. How crazy is that? A video, a kid's video game. Well, not a kid's video game. My wife and I play Minecraft, but 
Like they built a church, which is really cool, in Minecraft. And then they had people come online and sit in the chairs and stuff in Minecraft to host a church there. And it's just like, I don't know, it just like blows my mind the amount of creativity that people are doing nowadays. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to get at is that if there is a church online who's posting up YouTube videos and they have a 10 second ad in the beginning that's able to like pay for everything, they don't have to worry about having tithes. You know, advertisers are paying for that. Or if they do a brand deal, they don't have to worry about ties because um, when people buy their shirt, they're getting like a decent amount of money from that. And people are uh, coming in from all over the world just to be part of what they're offering. And sometimes, you know, you can't compete with that. But if someone is listening, if, if the people are there already, and you are able to offer them that next level of transformation, statistically, like a good good portion of people are gonna take you up on that. Like if you got the messaging, the messaging is right, the, uh, the topic is right, you can expect like 30% of people, 20 to 30% of people on average who are gonna take you up on that offer. And that, those are low numbers too. Like, you know, average low, that's 20, 30%. So of everyone who's in your church, imagine if 20% of them decided to give $50 for that next level thing. Or even online, if you have your YouTube channel or something like that, if you're able to actually uh, interact with your audience and 10, 20% of people online opted in to get your $10 PDF or your $15 journal or something, you know, if you're able to offer them something that they're able to pay for and it provides a bit more value than just the free stuff you're given online, like you'd be surprised. Like now my entire ministry model is totally flipped. Whereas before it was like, I'm trying to bring as many people as I can for free so then hopefully they'll give me money. But now the ministry is shift where it's, I'm helping the people who are, who are already paying me. And the content I give for free outside of the stuff that people pay for is just a byproduct of things that, I, that I'm noticing that people need assistance with. Because I've had, I have people, so I mentioned that, that I have the free book and all you gotta do is pay for shipping. I have people who, who email me who are like, your book's not free. You stink for trying to manipulate me to buy your book when it's not free. And it's like, listen, the book, the book, the book is free. I can't drive there to you. So that's what the $11 <laughs> shipping is for. And uh, I can't read it to you. That's why you have to do it yourself. Like there's always like a, there's always a cost associated to something. Like even if the book was 100% free and you didn't have to pay for shipping, Maybe you got to drive to my house together or something, but then you got to pay for gas, you know? So it's like, there's always something. But what I'm trying to get at with that is it's a very small fraction of people who reach out and say, hey, I'm not paying shipping. This is absurd. You should pay to send the book to me. And it's like, hey, listen, I'm already paying to print the book. And there's also all these other costs associated. Like I have to pay at a warehouse to hold the, the books. I have to pay for the software. I mean, even the ad for you to see the book I spent for that. And if at the very least I ask is like, hey, if you really want this, all you gotta do is pay for the shipping. Like, but there's other things that I'm offering people on top of that. But for me to 
try to accommodate for the person who just wants the 100% free thing, uh, the amount of value I'm going to get from them is nothing. So, you know, think about that with your audience. If you're really, really trying to get um, a way for your ministry to sustain itself and you're just hoping that the people who are coming just for the free stuff will, for some reason, give you money for that free stuff, that is a very small fraction that's that's going to happen but there's always you know there's always going to be people who are willing to pay for that next level up like that's why there's people who go to starbucks that's why there's people who would rather despite there being a bunch of mcdonald's where they have coffee you know they have their caffeine beverages would rather go to starbucks and pay a little bit more because they're getting that quality you know and even with information, there is information, so much information online, but it's not concise, it's not uh, structured, it, it may not even be that high of quality, but it's free, you know, but there's still people out there who are going to be, who, who will pay for the information that's structured, that's presented nicely, that's a little bit more tailored to them. And all I'm saying is you can do the same thing and you should do the same thing. Because continuing to just pump out stuff for free is costing you way more in the long run. And plus, it's like you want to find the people who are serious about what you're teaching. Like for all my YouTube videos, I've had people who like I've had I have videos that have hundreds of views, not a lot of views, hundreds of views. But the average watch time is like a minute or two. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, the first minute or two is just me saying like, hey, my name is Alec Hassan. Welcome to the Current Christian Channel. Um, in this video, we're going to be talking about X, Y, and Z. And then they don't even stick around to listen to the X, Y, and Z. But again, it's because they don't associate um, the value of it being worth anything because they're not spending anything on it. And I guarantee you, people who are spending $11 are actually taking the time to read the book. Like I get emails sometimes when people are like, hey, I'm on chapter five and I'm loving it. I'm loving the book, Alec. Thank you so much. And I'm like, chapter five? Like that's towards the end of the book. Like that's, that person is watching, is reading way more of the book than I, on, than on average, I have people watching my videos, which are like five minutes in this book, you know, it'd take a couple hours to read through the whole thing. So it's like, that is really cool. And on top of that, if they reach out and they're like, Alec, like I also, I'm, I'm having this happen where I have people who are paying for my book, planting a purpose. And they're like, I love it. I really feel like I understand God's calling in my life, but I want to translate that over not just in my personal life, but I want to translate that over into my vocation and into my work. Can you help me with that? And now I'm actually beginning to consider doing that. And uh, even for like books, you know, people are like, you wrote a book. How did you do it? I want to know how to do it. And now I'm like, you know what? I may even offer that. And the thing that's cool is, is that people who, who spent money already, like they already trust me. You know, it takes a lot of uh, trust to give someone your hard-earned cash. And I really respect that. You know, I try my hardest to really, really provide a lot of value, a lot of transformative things to people who are going to give up their hard-earned money and give it to me. Even though, like, with the $11 shipping, I'm not getting <laughs> I'm not getting that money. That money is going right back into the ministry, right back into getting more books out there. Um, but the people who are reaching out to me who already bought the book and they want to know how they can do a similar thing and do their own books and make their own websites and create a ministry that is more impactful. You know what? I guarantee that those people are statistically far more likely to give me money to learn the information of how they can do the book 
how they can make the website, how they can improve their ministry. And it's really cool because that $11, uh, which honestly isn't, you know, it's not, it's not that much. Uh, you can get a really good meal and indulge and get yourself uh, a fruit juice. And now it bumps it up <laughs> to $11. Uh, but that $11 barrier is cutting out a lot of people who aren't going to be taking it seriously. Even my, my dad is a, uh, and I, I, actually, you know, no, I'll share the story real, real quick. This will be the last story. So my dad, he's a podiatrist. He works on people's feet. He's a professional at doing that. And he had people who would schedule an appointment and just not show up. And it happened a couple, not even a couple times, enough times where one day my dad, the entire day was booked up. Two people showed up. Out of the eight hours that he was in the office, two people showed up and he's like, this is absurd. I can't, we have to do something to try to have people just not book an appointment and not show up. Cause he, they're calling, they're reminding the people are like, yeah, 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 we'll be there. And then they're not showing up. So you know what he did? It's actually really interesting. He decided I'm going to charge people who don't show up. And now, you know, that's not a groundbreaking thing. Like if people don't cancel within 24 hours, you've, you've probably encountered this. You have to pay a fee for not canceling 24 hours in advance. And sometimes it's like the full price of the reservation or uh, it's like 50% of what they would spend or whatnot. But you know what my dad did? He said $2. And I'm thinking, what? Someone's not showing up to a doctor's appointment? Like, you know how much school you had to go through and work you had to put in to get to this point? People aren't showing up and you're just gonna charge them $2? And he's like, no, I know it's gonna work. Check this out. So he does it. And it was insane. People were like, some people were like, oh, darn you. All right, doc, you're right. Here's $2. And then other people were like, $2? This is absurd. I am never coming back again. Oh, you just lost a valued patient, Dr. Casson. Don't ever expect me to come here again. And my dad's just like, okay. Like just that, <laughs> like, He's not trying to win them over and be like, no, 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 I'm sorry, sir. Here, I'll pay the $2, don't we worry, or I'll wave it the first time. Like, no, he's just like, okay. Because he knows you can't go to another doctor's office and uh, not cancel 24 hours in advance and pay $2. Like this doctor's paying $25 and $50 or even heck the full cost of the appointment. And I've, I've even seen some people where they're like, hey, don't worry, we're not gonna charge you. You just can't show up again. And I haven't seen this with doctor's offices. It's been mainly with like consultants and things like that. But it's just insane. Like the $2 really, like it totally, like that day where my dad had two people show up never happened again, just because of a measly $2. And the thing that really blows my mind is the, uh, the level that people will blow up at $2. I'm like, I'm sorry, that's eight quarters. Like, you don't have eight quarters on you? I could I could walk around the street picking up change and probably find the $2. And they're, they're acting as though this is a total outrage. And then it comes down to it. It's like, are those the type of people you really want to be trying to help? Like, they might need help from somebody else that isn't you. And by you trying to help them, you're now taking away a client, a customer, a patient from someone else who really can impact them. But I don't know about you, but for me, I'm sorry, but if someone isn't willing to, to pay $11 for just to get the, a book shipped to them, then I, they're not going to be impacted by any of my other information because guess what? They're not going to 
take it seriously. Because it's like if something if something as impactful as their calling isn't worth spending $11 on, it's not going to be worth spending five minutes to actually apply the material. And I know that it's going to take way more than five minutes to apply the material, which just brings it back where it's like I'm not going to try to shift my ministry to the people who aren't even taking the time to put in the money or the time to do something about it. So for your ministry, for your church, it could be the same thing. The people who are sitting in, who spent that extra $50 for the four 45-minute sessions outside of Sunday, I'm telling you, you would want you want to find more people like that because they're actually serious about their walk with Jesus. They're actually serious about seeing change and transformation. And if you find more people like that, those are the type of people who are going to really help bring your church to a level where it's really impacting people. And then on top of it, you are also impacting those people as well. So hopefully all of this stuff made sense. Hopefully you were able to get some inspiration out of it. And if you were, then I would love to ask you to just please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And if you know of anyone who could really benefit from information like this or information from any of the past episodes, I invite you to please share this with a friend, family, church, family member, so that uh, they can be transformed, inspired, and changed as well. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.